a show. This is a show. Listen to the show and watch the show and put it in your ear holes. Welcome to episode 205 of the Coast to Coast Expanding Universe podcast show for eyes, ears, and sometimes, sometimes the ears again. My name is Gavin. These are my lovely, lovely co-hosts, Snep. Hi. And Kevin. Hello. Chris is doing a little bit of overtime in the uh, the tea mines for the English, so he is unavailable today. Um, the how's everybody tea doing? mines? The tea mines, yeah. <laughs> I I'm don't trying know what very a team hard mine to fuck is, you up. but okay. I've been firing, trying very hard to fuck you up this whole morning, this whole intro, Neth, and I came real close. I know the <laughs> intro threw you off. It made me giggle. It threw you off. I almost had you. Um, how is everybody doing? What's been going on, y'all? Oh, playing that's, some that's video just... games, dealing with lots of work stuff. You know, I think everyone this week has just been like, Hey, we didn't work for a few weeks. Hurry up, get everything done. Well, my so. my mine absolutely has not. We did not even have enough work to go in yesterday. I used a vacation day. That's good. Yeah, I needed to get paid. I pay. I I just spent a thousand dollars on arborists. I need to get paid, son. Uh, I had two. You trees sound so down. fucking fancy. You're like I had to hire an arborist, and then I had, I had to, to take a drag from my pipe. I mean, I wish I could smoke a pipe still. I, I, I like pipe smoke. I actually okay. like pipe tobacco. Here's, here's my question. When you had them cut the tree down, did you make them leave the wood? No, this was not. It's not good quality wood. I had them take oh. the wood. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it was a hackberry. Hackberry is a soft wood. It's not worth doing anything with. Oh, what? Hackberry. H-A-C-K-B-E-R-R-Y. Okay, I've never heard of this. I literally have to go look it up. Cause... It's a, it's, it's, it's a U.S. tree. Huh. Yep. It is a softwood not worth uh, doing anything with. Uh, just like the ornamental pear that they took probably half a ton worth of wood off of. It's a softwood. It's not worth doing anything with. Apparently, it's also known as beaverwood. Yep, beaverwood. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. No, keep it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just uh, jealous that you didn't get to make the joke. <laughs> Crash is not wrong. Arborist is just a fancy way of is fancier than saying two guys in overalls with some chainsaws and an axe. These were <laughs> a dozen very nice young men with chainsaws uh, swarming my property. Uh, OK, somebody get rid of that. Don't draw attention yeah. to it. Um, so yes, it was. It was yeah, it was it was like almost a dozen very nice young men swarming over my property, cutting down two full size trees, two twenty five foot tall trees, and then trimming my thirty foot tall pine and my twenty some odd foot tall um, ornamental pear. 
Um, I'm going to have to get rid of the ornamental pear. The ornamental pear is a 30-year-old tree, 30-plus-year-old tree. Oh, why do you have to get rid of it? It's being completely, it's been completely girdled. Um, yellow-bellied sapsucker got to it. Uh, one of the sapsuckers got to it. Um, and I, it's the tree's dying. It'll be dead within the next five yeah. years, more than likely. It's almost completely girdled. Like, it's from the ground level all the way up to the top highest branch. It's a row of six holes going across every um, inch every single inch that yeah. sucks so um we'll probably have to get rid of that in the next couple of years which i'd be happy with because once i do that i can get my front lawn regraded uh because this tree was allowed to grow too close to the surface so there are roots everywhere across my front yard uh, but I was put a nice little like put something small, put a nice little like post oak or something or a little white oak in the front yard. Uh, something that doesn't grow too big. Something Are the sap suckers going to get it? Probably it's possible, but they so the thing about sap suckers and uh, for sap woodpeckers, they go after trees that they go after the same tree every year. So when they come through the area on whatever migratory pattern they're on, they go to the same exact tree every single year, mm. which is why this thing is girdled from top to bottom. Interesting. Um, yeah. So uh, there's there's your homeowner lesson for the day. If you have trees on your property, if you have mature trees on your property. Um, arborists are expensive, but I I'm a tradesman. And I felt bad, but I know that it's his it's his slow season. So I I got like six hundred dollars off on my on my trimming and the removal. I'm a wow. bad person about that. I got like five <laughs> or six hundred dollars off on it. Um, but I, I know how to negotiate and it's just like, yeah, it's the same thing. If somebody comes up to me at my business and goes like, I know this is your slowest period of the year. Would you be willing to cut a deal and come do some work for me? And it's just like, all right, fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it gives you work. <laughs> I got to I got to pay my guys. So, yeah. yeah, it's like, OK, thanks for taking advantage of me. Yeah, I I understand it. Uh, I, I the man still made a profit. I mean, it's just I cut into his profits pretty significantly. Yeah, he quoted me like fifteen hundred dollars for all the work. And I was just like, I know y'all are on a light time. Let's do nine hundred. And he's just like, mm, you know what you're talking about. I'm like, yep, I'm a tradesman. I work construction. He's like, oh. <laughs> all right, a thousand dollars and I'll do everything if you agree to it right now. I'm like, done in done. hand. Done. Yep. I'm like, I know how much this is worth. I'm just like, right. <laughs> right hand. Let's fucking shake on it, dude. Let's go. Wow. Fun fact, that was my dad's specialty. Uh, arborist? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they removed two 25-foot trees and did trimming. Did like Yeah, they took off nearly half a ton of this ornamental pear, so. Like, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, a thousand bucks for like a dozen guys to come out and do this in two hours? Yeah. Fucking, I'm not mad about it at all. Well, and and to have it done correctly, because if yep. if you like so many people are like, oh, I'm just going to cut corners and do it myself. And then they don't know I've what the fuck they're doing. And then you have no roof anymore because I've it got comes a buddy down the wrong way. doing that right now. <laughs> I have a friend who's doing that right now. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to buy a chainsaw and go get a 20 foot ladder and go do all the trimming myself. And I'm just like, dude. You're going right. to kill your tree. You're, you're going to kill your tree. You're going to kill your tree. Or you're going to take something down and, and send it through the fucking roof or through your garage. 
or through the power lines or your neighbor's car or power lines (laughs) near his trees. His trees are actually power line free. So he's breaking your leg. Breaking the leg is the more important. Breaking the leg or the neck is a more bigger one. Um, (laughs) He's also going to buy the cheapest chainsaw he's going to he can find. So it's going to be an older chainsaw that doesn't have a safety feature like an auto cut. Like, he's going to buy, like, some 1950s, 1960s chainsaw. No, Kidoki. That's, that's the way he is. Um, this is a man who just did his entire bathroom by himself over the course of, like, three weeks. Like, everything. He stripped his entire bathroom and re- remodeled his bathroom because his wife wanted him to. Um, did love it the guy. actually look good, or was it's, it, like... I don't, I don't like the tile choice she made. Wait, what, oh no! I what's... meant like, how's the craftsmanship? Overall, no. Overall, overall, the craftsmanship's fine. He's he's he is a handy person. He is a very work with your hands kind of guy. So it's like the quality of the work is fine. Um, but yeah, he um, he, I I don't agree with the tile choices that uh, they went with, but it's a good. It looks quality. So I'd I'd rather let someone else almost die cutting down trees. The tree one, I literally told him to his face, let's let the professional handle the tree, okay? Yeah. Let professionals handle the tree shit. Yep. Um but yeah, it's 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 wild. I'm just like, okay, dude, you do you. I mean, I will send you to these guys. They are fantastic. I know they need work right now. I know you can negotiate with them. Cause he's got a tree he needs, he's got a dead tree on his property he needs to come down. <laughs> Arborists coast to coast. Yeah, that's what this episode's all about. Arborism. You never know what you could find on the coast to coast expanded universe. <laughs> it's a fun uh, thing about being an expanded universe. There's so many things in it. <laughs> hey, Kevin, how's your last couple of weeks been? I'll stop talking about trees now. But I was enjoying the conversation. <laughs> I know. Anything else you want? Final thoughts on the tree discussion, guys? Um, as an apprentice electrician and somebody who works in low voltage, yeah, I still will probably hire somebody to do my service upgrade. I'm getting ready to have my service upgraded to accommodate a generator. And yeah, I'll probably have a professional come out and do the service upgrade. Yep. Neff, how about yourself? If nothing else, because their, their work is warranted. Why does Kevin sound like we're on NPR? I don't know why he sounds like we're on NPR, but today we're going to be talking like uh, we're on NPR. So, Kevin, what's it like up there in the Northeast for the last couple of weeks, my guy? I'm oh, sorry, the West Coast. Now You've transplanted to the West Coast, haven't you? That's right, Kev. I'm on the West Coast now. That's, uh, how's, that, how's that going for you? Everything, uh, everything just, is it working out well for you? Are, are you happy with the move? It's been colder recently. Because we're in winter uh, now. It's, uh, yeah, yes, it's, it's winter. The, uh, the winter of my discontent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Uh, better than the winter of my discount tent. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a quick chuckle on that. I, I, I had a sensible one myself. Don't worry. So, Kevin, what's it been like the last few weeks for you in, in the world of, in the world of video, video gaming? Well, mostly I've been playing Heroes of the Storm. Which is a dead uh, game. Dead game, um, yes, yes. yes. Uh, I love lovely, that they beat me to it. <laughs> they had a love, lovely, lovely funeral and a lovely service, and, and the, the yearly yes. memorial has been fantastic. I love what you were that day. 
Yes, I know. It was. Uh, I was very happy about it. The black suit was really to die for. I uh, I don't own a black suit, but thank you. It's uh, it's navy. I oh. appreciate it. Well, you have to correct that for your next one. I know. I need to get a little bit of a black suit, but uh, a navy suit's dark enough that it uh, it's acceptable so, as long as I'm not wearing a white suit. I found out a few After things, Day especially. I found out a few things about Heroes of the Storm. They actually yes, created a mod for Starcraft, for Starcraft 2. 2. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. New yep. heroes. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard they're doing good work with that. They're doing very, very, very good work with that. People um, are enjoying I, it. The community loves it. I anticipate it. it'll be uh, shut down soon enough, so we'll see. Someone will for come. For everybody who's listening, I am so fucking sorry for putting this into their heads. I'm so sorry. Well, this is how our, it's going to be for the rest of the hour. producer, Neth, is just talking to us from the back right there. And thank you very much, Neth. Uh-huh. I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the hard work you put in every week on the show. Um, Let's 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 everybody get a give a give a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of snaps for Neth. Thank you, thank you, Neth. We appreciate you so much. Um, some radio friendly snapping there. Um, so, Kevin, what else has been going on with you, my guy? So, I actually saw that one of the people who used to play on a professional Heroes of the Storm team, Dreadnought, um, he was streaming again. After oh. I I haven't noticed him streaming for years. I believe I've seen some MF Pally Time stuff coming up recently on YouTube too. Wow. Yeah. So it's a little bit weird. I was very excited about that. It made my whole week. I had him I'm, talk about Heroes of the Storm. He doesn't I'm, like I'm it. Exci- <laughs> I'm excited for you, Kevin. I'm I'm very yeah. excited for you. It was yeah. that was literally the best thing that happened to me all week was seeing him stream and talk about Heroes of the Storm. And he not actually, be happy about it. He signed my hat at BlitzCon. Oh, look at that. That's very fantastic. Yeah. It's, Him uh, and it'll Gilly. Be a it'll be a collector's item at some point. Very no. good. Very good. I actually no. threw it away. Oh, good man. Good man. I was I was upset that they killed heroes and I threw the hat away. Oh my. I would never play that's, it again. Uh, that's uh that's a choice. That's a choice you've made there, my guy. That's um I don't know exactly if I agree with that. I did make that choice. Which I kind of uh, regret now. It's a really, really kind of impetuous choice. Very, uh, very, very emotion driven. Unlike you, it was a little sudden. It was on. Un, it was out of character. It's a very out of character for you. You normally have a much more. Uh, it was much more robotic, robotic way about yourself. Right. I should have filed it away, stored it, archived yep. it. Even should have archived it, archived it, put it in yes. cold storage for the time being. That would have. That would have been better. Probably would have been. Probably would have been the healthier option to take. But you then know I what? could it change my mind. Is. It is yeah. what it is. What else have you been up to, Kevin? What else has been going on? Mm. There's another game called Remnant from the Ashes. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we played it like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes, yes. Yes, you, me, Elvie. Yeah. We, we played it together. And it was... You, and our producer, Neth, is, is motioning towards us, like, where have I been? And it's not present, because this is after you go to bed most nights. Yeah. I played with LB and Kevin. Thank you very much. Uh, That's correct. Yes, you did. I did forget about that. But she's right. But based on all of the time that I played Remnant this week, or last week even, it was a very short amount of time. It was relatively less time that I played with Nath, but I still played with her and enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time in Remnant with her. And LB and Gavril. 
Well, that's fantastic to hear. I'm glad to hear it, Kevin. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah. We also tried a new game together called Lethal Company, even playing with <laughs> friend of the show, Vincent Minucci. A friend of the show and namer of the original show, Vincent Minucci. Yes. Gave, gave Neb an opportunity to actually meet Vince Minucci. That's correct. Finally, I, after how many fucking years? Famously never having really met Vince. Wild. Absolutely wild. Neth, you're not speaking one inch from the microphone like we are. You, you must get into no, character. No, I'm not. No. I'm, I'm happy in my producer role right now. Such a producer thing to say. Um, but anyway, Lethal Company was an interesting game. Yes, where, very. Uh, I was, I kind of fell into the role of staying back at base and overwatching very, the group and trying very, to very poorly calling, <laughs> calling, calling shots out there. Yeah, I there were a few deaths that occurred because of my bad shot calling, uh, which uh, I several avoided. Apologize one for. or two. <laughs> which I apologized for. Profusely. Uh, you're you're going to have to remember that if we have the teleporter, that you can teleport people out of danger if they seem to be in danger. I just, I don't know if it'll bring the monster back if it is attached to you. It, 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 it won't. It, it won't. It'll okay. be fine. Okay, well, that changes things. In, in the event of an emergency, yes. Yes, you absolutely could have. But it's okay. It's okay, okay. Kevin. It's all a learning experience, my guy. It's all right. I thought the game was fun, but I'm not sure about its long-term replayability yes it's 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 very much an among us situation but the game has a very thriving mod community um you know very very impressive for one furry roblox dev uh to have done as a project um very very interesting to see uh i love to see these little indie games kind of blow up um i don't hate i don't like the the streamer and the influencer uh, ecosystem that is what drives them, but I'm glad they exist to drive these little games up. So, I agree. I think it was a fun time for a short amount of time, and maybe we'll play again in the near future. At um, some point in the future, yeah. yeah. One, one suggestion that I had about the game was maybe implementing some sort of long-term progression system in between runs. Uh, well, maybe. it's not a roguelike. It's the thing. It's it's got some randomized elements to it, but it's uh, it's 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 going in, and the the progression elements are doing things like upgrading your ship and getting more items available to you. It's just you're looking for a more permanent progression system, correct? I think between runs, if I was a little bit more powerful going into the second run, I maybe it would get rid of some of the monotony and tedium of those early runs. Well, the thing is, we only went through the easiest planets. We did not go to any of the hard planets where things get a little bit mm. nuts. So, yeah, but I didn't see any items I was particularly interested in trying out except the ray gun. I thought that looked like a fun time. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yep. Um, Neth, what have you been up to for the last few weeks? laughing at you idiots (laughs) that's uh i think it's a little rude but uh you know what you're entitled to your opinion Ned. idiot is a pretty strong word that's it's it's a word i don't think we really want to use on this program but 
Um, I accept it, and I uh, I I understand why you're where you're coming from on that. Is it on our ban list on Twitch? No, I need not. to check. No, that. it's not. No, idiots. I need to go add that right now. I, but it's a first. It's a First Amendment thing, Kevin. I'm going into the moderation a, view. Okay, okay. You, I, I don't believe that. Uh, I think on a First Amendment basis, we need to allow the word to be said. But um, if you feel that strongly about it, I feel it needs a temporary ban. That's okay. It, it is acceptable. triggering. It's acceptable. Acceptable. You go ahead and do that. You can do. Death. What you been up to for the last couple of weeks? Not much. I honestly have been playing much video games, but uh, played the aforementioned stuff with you guys a little bit. Um, there was so speaking of Among Us, I've been playing Among Us on just public games because there was a there was a cube that I wanted to get access to, so I needed the jelly beans to get it before it went away. Um, so I just played that enough to get that. Um, and then I got this little, I don't even know what to call it. So the game's called Dorf Romantic. Dorf Romantic. Yep. Yep. It's and a fantastic little game. It's fun. And it's just like, Very you're just chill. putting Very little casual. pieces down. But like, if you mm-hmm. just want like, I, like low key don't need to like I mean you have to think a little bit because you have to plan where you're putting stuff but I mean like it's very very relaxing like it's it's very chill and if you just need like a mindless like I just want to relax and do something mindless for a little bit like I highly recommend it it's actually like oddly fun um, um it's been a game that's uh, been on a lot of people's radar for a couple of years now. It's a very sort of relaxing, very, uh, very just kind of zen kind of game. I yeah. believe it was. I believe it was up in either the last Steam event, Steam Awards, or the Steam Awards before that for most zen-like game. Which is, you know, it's it's always a good thing to see. It's a fantastic, can, yeah. fun game. Can you remind me what that game is called? Dwarf what? Dwarf, Dwarf Romantic. D O R F. Romantic. Like. You're you're so romantic, oh, but with a K, not a C. I thought it was like a small human dwarf. No, dwarf. D O R F. Thank you. Dwarf romantic. Is it you are a dwarf? <laughs> I appreciate the enunciation. <laughs> um, and then Palia and God of War. Just when I had a little bit of time, but I really haven't been playing much the last little bit. So, what about you? I've uh, been continuing uh, more Baldur's Gate's runs, and uh, I need to get back into that and finish it. Um, that's been kind of my problem. I've hit Act Three uh, several times, and I'm just kind of, kind of, sort of, uh, sort of spinning my wheels and not really wanting to go forward with things. So, um, I think part of my problem is, is originally we had planned to do it as a possibly group, as a group, possibly, as yeah. A group, yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I get so far doing it solo, and then I'm like, I kind of get grumbly because I'm like, no, I'm gonna do this out of group. <laughs> I'm like, no, what the fucking group? Get the fuck over it, Neth. No, I don't want to. Um, in addition to that, I've also uh, the aforementioned Lethal Company. 
Um, also, I've been playing uh, Death Stranding. Um, Death Stranding, going through that. I'm probably about halfway through. Uh, LB says that uh, I'm getting towards the point, probably, where I'm just going to be very mad with the game and very bored with it. So I can't wait for that moment. It's a uh, Hideo Kojima special, you know. Can't wait for it. Um, also playing the aforementioned Remnant. Um, and I'm actually going to break character on this NPR voice for a minute real quick um, because I want to talk about this last game that I've got on my list here. Uh, Against the Storm. Um, mm-hmm. It is a city builder roguelite. Okay. So it is randomized runs and it is a city builder sort of like Frostpunk or Ixion. Um, I'm also here compared to a couple of other games as well, but like Frostpunk is the big one I see it compared to. Like I'm comparing it to especially. Um, yeah, well, that's Frost- interesting. Yeah, Frostpunk or Ixion. It is a real time game with a pause feature, so it's 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 like Stellaris as well too. Um, it's got a lot of like Stellaris slash Frostpunk. Um, with some roguelike elements. I'm really been happy with the game. I think I've got over 40 hours in it at this point. I bought it during the steam sale i just like hammered down i was like oh this is fucking really interesting um i like it um i think it's worth the money i want to say it was like i think i got it for like 20 15 or 20 um i don't know what it's at right now full price for me right now it's 40 canadian so like 30 us then i might have to get you to stream that because it looks interesting yeah, it's 30 US. Um, I got this on Steam sale for like 20 bucks. Um, I've been very happy with the game. I think it's well worth the money I paid for it. Um, and I see that one of our friends has this on his wish list. Uh, I was going to say Seth has a wish list. Uh, of- Seth, and I would, I know he's been very busy with work and a bunch of, in life and everything else. So he hasn't really had a lot of time to play. He's just recently gotten to Baldur's Gate and some other stuff too. So um, I strongly suggest, Seth, I'm calling you out specifically right here. Um, if you liked, if you like sort of that Stellaris kind of turn-based, ish, not, not turn-based, real-time sort of gameplay meets like Frostpunky kind of real-time gameplay, I'd definitely say Frostpunk is probably a very heavy influence on the game. Um, I would suggest picking it up or asking me to stream it and I can stream it. But yeah, very, very fun. I've been very happy with the game. Nice. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about um, our our feedback for the week. Um, have we had anything recently? There were country. There were people from countries that listened to the show, from the U.S., South Africa, Germany, Canada, and Nambia. No, that's fantastic. That I, I I love to hear from that. I love to I love to see that. I love to see uh, a a broad international coalition of folks uh, tuning into the show every week. Thank you for tuning in. Um, so you guys are um, killing me. The, the show this week, I think we're going to be a little bit light. Uh, we might be talking about some homeownership stuff, uh, some tea stuff after we get through some news <laughs> stories real quick. Um. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump right on into it. Um, so uh, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, FanFest Japan, and some of the other FanFests have finally given us the, all three of the new jobs that are going to be coming in uh, Final Fantasy XIV Dawn Trail, the next uh, expansion that will be coming out pretty soon, actually. Um, 
our three new jobs that we have confirmed are going to be the Beastmaster, which is a limited job, sort of like the Blue Mage. So it's going to be learning abilities out in the wild and then uh, using them in uh, in a level limited uh, uh, format. Um, we've also got the Viper, which is a uh, dual wielding um, rogue type agility sort of moving moving character uh seems very reminiscent of zidane from final fantasy 9 i was just gonna say that um yes zidane from final fantasy 9 mm-hmm. um and finally we have the pictomancer uh which is an art based uh ranged support slash dps class um it is based on realm and i was wrong i said cryle earlier but it's based on realm from Final Fantasy Four, I believe I want to say it is the Final Fantasy Four Five, one of the two, um, based on Realm from that game. Um, fantastic, fantastic. Looks interesting. Um, with all the interesting things that uh, they're coming in with the Dawn Trail, I might uh, find myself back in fourteen faster than I find myself back in WoW. So that'll be really interested for that. Uh, lots of new, uh, lots of new stuff coming. Going to be really interesting to see what they end up doing with it. Um. And Crash did just remind me of our top story for the month. Uh, it's uh, January's almost over, and nobody gives a fuck that Bobby Kotick's gone, except to be happy about it. So, you know. Bye, Felicia. We totally forgot to add that one to the notes. Goodbye, Robert. <laughs> Goodbye, Robert. You, you fuck off, my guy. Have the I day would, you deserve, asshole. I would just like to say a few words about Mr. Robert Kotick. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Take the floor. Yes. Um. I'd like everyone to, with me, close their eyes. Take a deep breath. Fuck you. That is all. Fuck you. Fuck you. That is all. That's all. All right. All right. I'm real happy. Thank you for joining me in that exercise. (laughs) He supposedly was a human, yes. I've heard that rumor as well. I, I think it's unfounded, though. It's not confirmed. Need a birth, need to see the birth certificate. Um. So another. Uh, so, uh, Kevin, you wanted to go ahead and talk about those Nvidia cards before we get into all the depressing stuff about the the layoffs and uh, um, AI stuff. There, there is good news if you enjoy playing video games. Um, the good news is, is which that I maybe, would never be caught dead doing. There may be. I would never waste my time doing such a thing. Never. Um. There are video cards that are coming out. There's new video cards that are coming out. Uh, They're releasing several of them. Um, Namely, a 4080 Super, a 4070 Ti Super, and a 4070 Super. Um, The good news is is that the 4070 series is going to be $600 instead of some of these astronomical prices above that. $1,200 for a Ti card or a Super card. That's way out of my price range. Um, even $600 is a lot, but $600 me, is a lot, but it's something I'm willing to spend because I'm going to have that for several years. It gives me hope for the future that maybe mm-hmm. these prices will continue to drop and plummet. Well, they're and, talking about possible deflation in the global markets. So, uh, except that, you yes. know, now we may have another war brewing. So yeah, that might not be a thing. We'll see. Mm, I can't comment on such political issues as war. Yeah, we don't really talk uh, about political issues. Everybody knows how I feel, though. But, yes, we know. Um, but, yeah, I, I would like to say that um, as of the 17th, the uh, 
4070 Super will be coming out. And it will be $600. Um, so, yeah. I will say, I, I, I have a 1660 Super. The Super lines have been very good. Not mad about the Super lines. They typically super do pretty is always well. better, I hear. TI is right always now? a good... TI, TI, TI is usually the go-to. But Super is usually a very good line. The TI, the TI Super, the TI Super Super. I mean, it just gets a little... The... TIOC Super XD, yeah. Uh, WTF FTW edition. Um, the WTF edition. Um, I would suggest looking at uh, Digital Foundry, which is a YouTube channel. They uh, are very good with breaking down news like this. And uh, if you really want to get detailed into what performance you can expect from these cards, and they'll actually do some testing with them. Um, are you getting the biggest bang for the buck? Um, I know that uh, other YouTube channels like Gamers Nexus will also show you graphs of how much performance gain you would be getting and oftentimes go into the performance versus dollar ratings of these cards, which I would highly recommend checking out for yourself before making any purchasing decisions. Um, sometimes you're getting a lot more performance for a little bit of money. Sometimes it's very much more expensive, but very little performance increase. So, buyer be warned. Uh, especially with the NVIDIA cards, they have a very bad habit of the, keeping this very similar numbering structure that it's very difficult to determine, you know, what card is actually better than what other card. Yes. Well, as opposed to the 4070 non-super edition, I th which will, I think, be dropping $50 in price, $50 may be a good trade-off for the additional performance gains, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll wait see. for some of Indeed. those reviews to come out and, and you know, we'll watch see how first. frequently it bursts into flames. The question is going to be, is the, are these going to be the high TDW draw? Are these going to be the high TDW cards or are they going to be more like um, the older cards that we're used to? The uh, 4070 Super cards will have a 220 watt power, watt or power uh, usage. So um, that's a bit high. That's 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 the higher TDW we're seeing recently. So that's uh, it's unfortunate to see that, but we're gonna uh, TWD. It's uh, unfortunate to see that, but uh, it is what it is. That actually jumps up to a three twenty watt if you have a forty eighty card. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's uh, kind of necessitating the increase in size, the uh, the base size for um, power supplies. Which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. It is what it is. But, you know, I think everyone has been uh, needing more power and more power these days. So, unfortunately, that's going to be the reality. Uh, mm -hmm, PC mm -hmm. part picker will help you decide how yep. much power you need. Always a fantastic possible. resource. Yes. But uh, I always suggest going a little bit over of what anybody suggests. Um, incremental logical increments, I think, still does a good uh, job of giving you information there. Um, PC part picker, yeah. Give yourself ample headroom on the power side to mm -hmm. make sure mm -hmm. you're not blowing anything up. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, real quick, we're going to jump into, unfortunately, the world of AI. Talk a little bit about that for a moment. Um, AI. Does it cause human beings to quit their jobs? One Magic the Gathering artist says, yes. Yes, it does. 
Magic the Gathering parent company, Wizards of the Coast, and further parent company, Big Daddy, Hasbro. I've gotten into some hot water recently over a viral tweet they posted. Our, uh, our producer seems to be having a bit of a paroxysm. Are you okay? I, th- I think she muted herself. No, she didn't. No, just she's still live. Silent she's giggling. Still hot mic. Okay. She's still a hot mic at the moment. Okay. I understand. All right. I've been there. Sometimes I get the silent giggles. So recently, Magic the Gathering parent company, Wizards of the Coast, and Big Daddy Company, Hasbro, I've gotten just a bit of a hot water over a tweet they released featuring a image of some classic cards that have never been printed in the what's called the retro frame style. Um, and users on the website X, formerly Twitter, have rapidly, very rapidly, uh, called out Wizards of the Coast for use in generative AI to create the background of the image. Uh, many, many easy examples to tell within the image if you just look at it. If, you know, an actual human being looked at the image, they'd be able to figure it out. Akina um, can see that easily. You're right. Uh, Wizards of the Coast initially stated that uh, no generative AI had been used to for this piece of art, uh, but rapidly walked it back the next day and stated that a third-party outside firm had used generative AI to generate the background. Uh, this is a big deal because Blizzard, Wizards of the Coast has already been knocked several times for AI generative art in, uh, I believe it was a one of their D&D source books, one of their D&D manuals books, uh, used some generative AI. Uh, they were called out for that, rightfully so, and they apologized and swore that they would never use generative AI in their work again without it being very clearly labeled as such. Um, this tweet came as a very large slap in the face to a lot of the community, um, and we are hearing that several, at least one artist, will be stepping down um, from uh, active work with Bliss, with uh, Wizards of the Coast, uh, Dave Raposa uh, said that he no longer will be doing work, no longer be doing art for uh, Wizards of the Coast, which it's something that we expect to see with creatives, um, especially as this generative AI, you know, that's trained on their artwork, uh, continues to be used by people that are uh, not not giving them the proper credit or the proper compensation for their work in developing these things and in training these things. So, um, Makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, makes sense. I, I would want to be compensated for my work as well. Absolutely. Um, Chris, we're talking about the controversy with Wizards of the Coast using clearly AI-generated art in a tweet promoting uh, some of their new premium product. Yeah. Shocking. I was shocked. So it's uh it's it's unfortunate that this is the world we're seeing. Um but it is Wizards of the Coast. So I would expect more, to be honest with you. 
but I don't. I don't. They're they're going to try to drive every bit of profit possible from the situation. And uh, AI, generative AI, is a really quick and easy way to generate a lot of profit because uh, if you've trained it on the artists, you don't have to pay the artists. Right. I'm very curious to see. Uh, I'm very curious to see what some of these other like Matt Coville's. Um, new rpg system looks like i think it's matt coville uh was it coville or crawford whoever it was somebody's developed and i know that wasn't coville it was somebody's developing a new uh rpg system there's several new systems in the development i'm hoping to see more role play heavy centric stuff rather than combat centric um i don't need a war game i'd like more role playing that's always great i also i too enjoy role playing yes There was another. Um, yeah. There was another piece of AI news that you had in there. Oh yes. Well, I'm not talking about that one because that's over a month old. Sure. Um, the other piece of AI news. Well, we haven't been on for over a month. You do know. There, I might talk about it. We'll see. Um, MSI has a AI-powered gaming monitor that helps you cheat at League of Legends. A shocking title now, brought to you by Tom's Hardware. Okay, I was gonna say cheating is a bit. Uh, is a bit. Uh, a little bit overkill there. I thought Chris would like this one because maybe it would make him a better League of Legends player, or maybe he would be against the idea. I don't know. We'll have to see. Shots fired. Um, I think it can make any of us a better player. What this will do is it will actually check your minimap, and based on people popping up on the minimap, it will give you a little arrow indicating the direction that that person is coming from. In your main view screen. Now, this seems like a UI feature that was most likely not intended and uh, something that they could have added to the game itself, but I'm assuming they want you to look at the mini map and not just point out exactly where your enemies are. So there could be some controversy about this feature and whether or not it's uh, something that you should use or not. So I would say. It's an interesting thought process to uh, add features like this, but um, get your AI out of my video games. Get your video games out of my AI. Yeah. Well, no, I do want AI in video games so that they can give my NPCs nice backstories and things like that. I think that's a good use of it because that was a trash feature to begin with. But in this situation, I think giving someone an un fair advantage through hardware um maybe not necessarily the best thing to do especially when it's within a competitive game like league of legends uh so yeah yeah very interesting very interesting story what else do we have going on um chris you already missed the final fantasy 14 story so i apologize and he already missed the subtle dig that i provided earlier he, he's he's not justifying us with the response Kevin, oh no so. he he said that he will cut you uh, which is one of the comebacks that he likes to provide um i know he has a ample switchblade well you have to remember that uh, you have to remember that the english don't understand firearms <laughs> uh, a, a bit of the 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 knifey wifey is the only thing they really understand uh, that's correct. Um, I guess the, the knife British would... are very. 
the British are very uh, difficult to deal with in that regard. Yeah, considering the knife is the strongest implement of fear that you can provide. Uh, to the culture. English, yes. Yeah. To citizens Maybe of the United Kingdoms, yes. A well-sharpened kitchen blade. Yeah, yeah. A 10-inch chef's knife, maybe. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, they don't just have a gun that they can pull out and shoot you with. But I understand, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take that one back, Chris. I, I, you're a fine League of Legends player as much as I know. Um, that's all. Okay, glad, glad to hear it. Um, so now the really depressing news before we go talk about tea and other stuff. Um, so Twitch, Unity, Discord. Um, yeah, they all laid off a bunch of people. I'm not even going to... I'm, I'm going to break character on that one for a minute. Yeah, they just laid off a whole fuckload of people. More tech layoffs. It all fucking sucks. I'm not going to like be cutesy about this. Like They fucking laid off more people. It fucking sucks. Did you hear how Discord did theirs? Oh yeah, it was a mass call. They and did they a mass them. call of, hey, some of you are going to get an email in the next, like, 20 minutes. Everybody is getting an email in the next half hour by 11 a.m. Everybody's getting an email. And then the email will tell you if you're fired or not. My job or not. <laughs> so, like, everybody be on edge for the next half hour and then yeah. open it up like it's a fucking surprise package. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like a fucking dystopian novel. <laughs> It does sound uh, Cloudflare like, uh, just let some people go too. Cloudflare just let a bunch of people go, I think, yeah. as well too. Google as well. There, there was many layoffs. It's, it's, it's a big. It's, it's the tech industry. So, like we were talking about before the show, the tech industry massively overhired during the, during the pandemic, during the, uh, during the opening stages of the pandemic, and over the last couple of years, they have been spite hiring, uh, people in that have tech adjacent, uh degrees and experience they've been spite hiring to keep them out of the hands of their their opposition that is where it comes down to that's what they've been doing uh tech workers are not a group that thinks they need to unionize um in general it feels like um but you know everybody should unionize everybody should be a part of a union unions protect you you are stronger because of a union. True story. Like I have to, I have to go pick up an, I have to go pick up an apprentice electrician's license and soon for some of the work because we're expanding our scope of work soon, and I'm going to be joining the union when I go down to the when I go down to the union hall to get my card to get my electrical card there you go. because I because I can get my card from the union hall. Rather than having to go through the license and regulation, uh, licensing and registration bureau for Texas, I can, as an alternative, I can go down to the union hall and get it. And there's actually a union hall not too far. There's an electrician's union hall not too far from where I work, which is hilarious. But yes, no, eh, for because of a lot of the sort of mentality of the people that have been in tech for a while, they don't. There, there seems to be a distrust in unions. Thankfully, you see the younger side of the millennials and Gen Z seeming to push against that and pushing for unions, which is good to see. Um, I hope that these people that are being let go, uh, that are being terminated, let's not be euphemistic here, let's, they're being fired, 
these people mm-hmm. who are being fired can get back on their feet quick enough. Cause I've seen some horror stories. Of people it's like, yeah, we just bought a house. My yeah. husband and I just bought a house and I was the primary breadwinner. He works, but not as much as me. Like he doesn't make as much as me stuff. And I'm just like, Oh, I fucking feel for you. Good luck and Godspeed. You're getting severance. But then it's like, in some cases, the severance is like 50% of their pay. You're getting like, Oh, you're getting three months of severance at 50% of your, of your pay rate. And it's just like, that's not going to fucking help these people. Yeah. It's just like, and that doubles back to the story that we weren't going to talk about because it's about a month old, but you know, the blizzard mandating return, uh, return to office, do more mandated return from office stuff, return to office stuff from blizzard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that currently looks like with the, with the merger having been finalized or with the merger having been finalized. I don't know what that looks like now, but I know that return to office has been a big push for a lot of, a lot of these companies. It's like you work better in the office and it's like, no man, like it's, this is fucking coding. It's dev work. It's fucking customer service. It doesn't work better in the office. Like wherever that person feels best working should be where they work. Cause you want the most return on your investment on your, on your return of investment on the training and all the other bullshit you've done. Fucking put them where they're most comfortable. I don't give a fuck how much you paid for your office space. Cause that's the problem is that they've paid exorbitant amounts of money for office space. It's apparently it's not just as simple as office space. So in some cases you have people who are hired for a position that's like, okay, so a lot of the tech jobs obviously are in California. So you're hired for a job that's in California, but you're working from another state. And so it's actually taxed differently. And so it's affecting how the company has to do payroll and pay taxes. So it's not just a simple because you like they've they've you know during the pandemic they're like well I'm going to move home to my home state and but you're not working in the state that you're hired to work in so you have to be taxed differently and so there's it's more to it than just oh but look we have a pretty office that's empty there's also the other like there's the tax implications and stuff too. I, there's a whole fucking there's a whole fucking can of worms the more you dig into it and it's just like yeah yep <sighs> I just I it, it's it's just wild as hell that they have that uh, these people have turned in so many people uh, over yep. this yeah That's just, it's incredibly wild um, but yeah, it's because they, they overhired, they oversaturated their workforce during the pandemic and during the start of the pandemic, I shouldn't say during the pandemic, cause it's still, I guess we're in the endemic phase at this point. So, yeah. but still just, it's fucking insane. We're, we're, we're living in a world right now that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be living with this for the rest of our lives. And it is what it is. Hey, let's talk about tea. <laughs> um, you really want to talk about tea? 
I can talk about tea all day. We don't have to. If you're if you'd like it's noon, which I know is the original. I mean, it's like, I don't want to talk about tea. Fuck tea. I mean, I can talk about tea. But I was like, I'm also no, it's it's noon, which is the original end time for our thing. And I know you usually have stuff to do out uh, since it's 10 a.m. I know you usually get stuff to do at 10. So. Making coffee and yeah. Going out for a morning walk and all the other stuff. Yeah, things things of that nature. If you want to go ahead and call it here, I'm okay with that, it. On that list of things. Um, let's throw it to the audience. Do you guys want to hear about tea? Kevin, yeah, really? So God. let's do a quick poll here for the audience to see if they want to. Uh... <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I'm so fucking done with your shit, Kevin. <laughs> Absolutely. One day we'll use Twitch while we're actually recording. Maybe. Probably not. Um, um but yeah, no, no, no. Um I figured we'd just go ahead and call it here. We're about an hour in. Um yeah. So uh Kevin, do you have any final thoughts? My final thoughts are adagio.com for all your tea needs. We're not sponsored. They're good tea sponsor us though somebody will i'll take tea i'll take fucking a bunch of tea like send sure. me some tea and some teapots and shit i'll fucking be happy about it yo like I'll i drink I have your GERD. shit on stream i'll have a big fucking, I will fucking absolutely <laughs> i will fucking review the shit out of your stuff i fucking i have gerd so i've had and coffee is apparently my biggest trigger so i am now having to drink tea in the mornings i thought chris was hey. your biggest trigger <laughs> you're my biggest trigger kevin <laughs> So say so, you you say Adagio, I say David's tea. Because Canadian. Yes. I say no. Canadian, okay. Canadian I say how no. Um, I'm gonna f- try to probably find a a tea shop here in Houston near to me because it's a big city and there's lots of tea shops. So, uh, the the problem is always like searching and not getting just like a cafe. That's that's the big thing is like because every time I look for tea mm-hmm. shops in Houston, it gives me cafes and I'm just like, I yeah. don't want a cafe. I, I want a place that sells tea, just tea. Maybe in bags loose leaf tea or something. and loose tea, mm-hmm. both of those things at once, you know, like Tivana used to before they got bought by Starbucks and turned into a soulless husk that no longer exists. Their peach tea, their country peach tea was the best fucking peach tea I have ever had. It tasted like actual goddamn peaches. Nice. They had a country peach herbal and it was fantastic and I loved it. They also had a hibiscus that was fantastic. I love hibiscus teas. Well, where's Bel Air? Depends. Bel Air is a very long road, ma'am. No. That's where the Fresh Prince is. No. <laughs> Bel Air, Texas, not a Bel Air road. Bel Air is a very small area with a very large road. Bel Air is inside of Houston. Okay, I I found your tea house then. I'll find. I'll I'll keep looking. Um, I because I I am nowhere near that. That's about a half hour drive for me, probably. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, Neth, final thoughts. I need to make tea now. <laughs> uh, my final thought is um. Chai is always fantastic. I'm fussy about chai. It has to be brewed the traditional way if I'm going to have chai. I just, I'll, I'll do whatever with chai. 
don't matter. As long as it's got some spice in it, uh, it's better than fucking drinking just plain black tea. Plain fucking Ceylon. Uh, I think I think plain Ceylon also, again, like I said, has too much tannin in it. Oh, it too much my, my other final thought. My uh-huh. next cat is going to be orange and will be named Pico. Pico. Oolong? Roibos? No, Pico. Pink, orange, orange, orange Pico. Pico? You're going to get yourself a dumbass cat and he's going to be stupid as shit. Oh, I'm fully, I, I 100% want an orange cat that shares the universal brain cell. Remember, traditionally, orange cats are always male. Yes. All right. Uh, well, that's going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can talk to us on Discord. Uh, you can get the link to that from our website, coasttocoasteu.com. Send emails to feedback at coasttocoasteu.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, live every other Saturday, most of the time, we record and stream the show uh, on twitch.tv slash ctceu. Uh, put us reviews, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, whoever it is else that you might get the show fed to you uh, like a mama puking in her baby bird's mouth. Um, Why? Uh, say 195 degrees Fahrenheit, boys and girls. 195. Why? That's um, the that's that's a good temperature to brew most teas at. Okay. It's 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 a good solid temperature to go for for most teas. Bye. You get in the mouth. Oh, yeah, okay. It's 90 Celsius. Yeah, okay, yeah. That, that, that is a good brewing temperature. It's, it's, it's a pretty good brewing temperature for most things. Yes, ma'am. I'm well aware. <laughs> I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>